eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Diving, diving deep, deep, diving deep into all things Texas, both on and off the field. Here's Sean Pendergast and Pro Football Hall of Famer, the General Sean McClain. Welcome, welcome to Utopia. Uh, all right, John, you ready for a little uh, news and notes here? General news and notes. You got some good stuff for the people. Yeah, let me clear my throat there. Yeah, um, say, yeah right? uh, some of the things are about CJ and couple in the team. You know, we all know that he's now the youngest player to ever win a playoff game. He's 22 years, one or two days. The previous youngest was Michael Vick. I thought it was interesting that CJ grew up, grew up in California, and he said young Vick was his favorite quarterback when he was growing up. There was a mm-hmm. lot of quarterbacks to pick from, but I thought that was – Interesting. That's why he wears well, seven, John. That's why he wears number seven. Yeah. It's, uh, I think it's weird because CJ's nothing like Vic. You know, he doesn't run. Vic's the best running quarterback I've ever seen. He said one time, I was a running back who had the best arm, so he gave me the football and told me to play, play quarterback when he was young. Mm-hmm. And it worked out quite well on the field. And I thought it was also interesting that he and D'Amico Ryan's first rookie coach, quarterback combo to win a playoff game since 2009 when Rex Ryan and the butt fumbler, Mark Sanchez, did it. And uh, that outburst was the most points in Texans playoff history, which wasn't surprising. And uh, it's the first time a team's had multiple pick sixes in a playoff game since Seattle did it in 2008. And another thing, Sean, it was really impressive about the outburst. I keep hearing people on TV saying, boy, Texans scored all these points against the Browns 
defense. Well, 14 were scored against the offense. Right. Still and, but still, it is the most points, and this is kind of weird, it's the most points a number one defense has allowed in playoff history. and and But that's kind of weird because they didn't allow the two touchdowns. And it was strange, Sean, when <laughs> that 157.2 rating, which is the most by a rookie in NFL history, yeah. was tied a day later by Jordan Love in their upset of the Cowboys. Two young quarterbacks, 157.2. John, did you see Jordan Love's overall stats in the game? Like the not just, just like the, just like Strouds, they were identical. They, uh, they were two yards apart. Other than that, they were John. They were identical. They were both sixteen of twenty-one. Stroud threw for two seventy-four, and Love one of them threw for two seventy-four. The other two seventy-two or two sixty-two, whatever it was. They were two yards apart. Um, and then they both threw three touchdowns. Neither one threw a pick, and they both had a one fifty-seven point two rating which I thought was interesting because when I've watched Jordan Love this year in the second half of the season, the Packers have been on TV more, I think, the second half of the season. At least I've watched them more. And Jordan Love, his game, he's got a little bit of CJ. I think CJ's a little more polished as a passer, but they've got similar physiques. They've got a similar throwing motion. They even look similar facially to some degree. Um, and I, I've thought that about Jordan Love since watching him. And then for the two of them to put up identical stat lines and blow out upset wins – in the same weekend, I thought was really, really cool. And I think even if you go look at the, you know, like the play that really was like CJ's kind of signature in that, um, in the win over Cleveland was the pass to Dalton Schultz right before the half, you know, where he rolls out to the right, throws it back to the left, absolute dime. The play that kind of put the Cowboys away was almost the same play, just run in reverse, where Jordan Love's rolling to the left, throws it back over to Musgrave, to the right, who's way more open than Dalton Schultz was. I mean, Musgrave actually had to come back to the ball, turns around, runs into the end zone. It, it's really incredible how similar they both are. Now they're both quarterbacking the lowest seeded team in each of their conferences. And I think similarly, I, and they run this, they, they run in the same offense, you know, uh, with LaFleur and with Slowick. And I think they both probably, Stroud and Love, had the same sort of narrative following them this weekend, which is, yeah, these guys are the lowest seeded team, but you don't want to play them because their quarterbacks are hot right now. Jordan Love and C.J. Stroud are both playing really, really good football right now. Love kind of came out of nowhere because he it was the last nine games. I think he's been really good as far as touchdown interception differential. But as far as being great, it's only happened recently where Stroud has been building up to it. Stroud's gotten a lot of more – a lot more positive publicity. Oh yeah, for love sure. has, and I tell you something that I found strange: two hundred thirty-six yards passing in the first half by Stroud mm -hmm. before they called off the dogs. That is the most yards passing in the first half of a playoff game since nineteen seventy. Wow. That really, that really surprised me. And two more about other players. Laramie Tunsil, we all know, did a great job against Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett's been getting ripped in uh, Northeast Ohio. He had no sacks. And according to Next Generation's stats, he had only one pressure. You know, he had no hits, no knockdowns. He just, Tunsil did a number on him. And uh, that's one reason Laramie keeps getting the only awards anybody on this team gets. And the other one is Derek Stingley Jr. They were keeping him on side, so on his side, but they had him running with uh, Amari Cooper. 
and he covered Cooper on 35 of 42 snaps, and that's 83.3%, and he caught one pass for minus six yards out of being targeted three times. So Derek Stingley Jr. and Laramie Tunsil deserve special recognition for outstanding performances, and now I can't wait to see what they do with Stingley. Do they keep him on one side? Do they say cover Odell Beckham Jr., Zay Flowers? How is D'Amico Ryan's going to do it with strong input from Matt Burke? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, I, if I had to guess, he goes back to what he's been doing, John, because Cooper was so specific to have to shut down. I mean, you had a body of work from three weeks before that. So we got to that's the head of the snake right there. I don't know if there. I don't know if one exists with Baltimore. There's just it feels like there's way more capable weapons or threatening weapons on Baltimore's roster than there are on Cleveland's roster right now. But yeah, it, that'll be interesting to see how D'Amico handles that. Yeah, the the two big one on one star versus star matchups in that game, the Texans won going away. Laramie Tunsil dominated Miles Garrett when he was blocking him. And Derek Stingley Jr. might over the last month and a half might be the best cornerback in all of football. He's he's played that well. Well, he's voted AFC Defensive Player of the Month last That's what I'm week. Saying, yeah. One more thing that I looked up because I've, I've been thinking about this, but especially after the wild card victory, in which Christian Harris played great. Blake Cashman's been the most consistent linebacker, but um, it reminds me of Fred Warner and Drake Greenlaw of the 49ers. Neither one was a high pick, and yet. When D'Amico was coaching linebackers and he was coaching the defense, they developed two of the best, developed into two of the best in the NFL. And now Cashman's issue has always been health, but he's been healthy for the most part this season. And then Christian Harris, who really struggled early, especially with coverage, has come on. So can't wait to see next season if those two guys take that next step like Warner and Greenlaw have. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, they got to bring Cashman back, John. They got to sign him. He's he's a free agent after this year. They got a lot of guys. They're going Nick Casario's going to be really busy signing players because so many of them are one-year deals or their contracts expire. Yeah, that cap space is not going to go as far as people think in terms of bringing in reinforcements from the outside because so many of these guys have have outplayed their contracts. Either they're not coming back and you find the next group of guys to outplay their contracts or you feel good about the direction that this group is going, and you bring a, a you know, the lion's share of them back at a at a higher price. The good news is CJ's contract is still such for the next two years that you've got a lot of flexibility. <laughs> you know, like it's for two years, and then he's going to be imagine. making seventy. Then he's going to be making seventy five million a year in twenty twenty seven or whatever it is. And it'll be worth it. And his agent, David Mulligetta, will say, "Okay, now that we've agreed to the terms, I want a no trade clause," and they'll say. Sleep you. 
You think? Do you think they'll say no to a no-trade clause, John? After what happened with Watson, I damn sure do. Okay. Well, I hope I sure hope that that's uh, not a point of contention, John. I don't want to. Well, they can franchise him for three years and keep him yeah. around that way. Well, let's not talk about this. Let's not talk. Let's just talk about <laughs> CJ making six million this year or whatever. <laughs> <laughs>